hey, this is uh, – yeah, let me <laughs> – I was about to uh, say the wrong name of the show. Oh, you could say that in the paste. That would be hilarious. <laughs> hey, you're listening to The Wheel Nerds. This is episode 164. I'm James. And I'm Todd. We're going to talk about motorcycles. And why? And why? Why? Why are we going to talk about motorcycles? Yeah. Why? This week's episode is brought to you by the letter Y. Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> I feel like I'm supposed to know the answer to that question, and I have no clue. Yes, Wh- and, and, now, and now you've experienced having a three-year-old for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> or, or reliving that. Uh, or reliving it. Yes, that was my entire yeah. evening. Also, oh, hi, I'm Chuck. Oh, yeah, Chuck's here, too. Yeah. Yes, we've got James from The Pace joining us tonight. James from hey guys. The Pace. Um... So some uh, Sorry, some trouble negotiating with the uh, with the offspring tonight then? Uh yeah, yeah. That uh, Todd was a little yeah. late. He was uh yeah yeah. It's it's been a, it's been a rough evening of why why because <laughs> Daddy has a show why because Daddy enjoys doing the show why because people listen to the show now why because they think it's funny. De- in your kids' defense, those are kind of legitimate questions. Yeah okay <laughs> yeah well that, that, that's fair. <laughs> So, James, welcome back to the, the Internet Airwaves. It has been a long time since we've heard your voice. It has been. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the welcome. It's been like, what, April? When was the last time you guys put out a show? Uh, long, longer long than I'd like ago. to admit. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. You mean, you mean how, are you, how are you paying your rent without all of the great income from podcasting? I know, right? All that great pod money. That dollar. Right. Speaking of which, let's thank our sponsors for this show, <laughs> Helite Moto, makers of the airbag protection vest at HelightMoto.com. Which both wheel nerds wear and love daily. And I've gotten too skinny for mine. I think I'm going to need to get a new one. <laughs> oh, so, so now you're bragging. <laughs> I don't know if I call it bragging. Todd, Todd's yeah. losing weight. Um, he's like that Stephen King story, Thinner. He's not doing it uh, by choice. <laughs> it's like that. There was a gypsy, some you know, mm-hmm. his cars were involved. Yeah, I was, I was ran her over. And... Oh, have you seen that motorcycle accident video that's making the rounds? Oh, the one where the chick's foot is broken off? Yeah, like, is torn off, is is hanging by her jeans. <sighs> have you seen this, James? I've not seen this. I don't think I want to see this. I didn't want to see it, but one of our listeners tagged me in it. It was like, look at this, this is pretty bad. Well, and of course, you know, the situation really, from my perspective, is... Uh, and this is why you have your daughter ride her own bike. Yeah. And wear proper gear. Yeah. Because the, the don't chick on the back is riding on the back of Billy's bike. With and a pack of jackasses. Pack of jackasses. Billy decides to run the red light despite the fact that there is clearly traffic happening. Yeah. And, you know, well, things go about like you'd expect. Well, the uh, pack of jackasses, I think you, you probably nailed the, the root cause right there. And someone, after the accident, while the girl's lying there with her foot literally gone... Um, someone is heard screaming, why didn't you see us? Because <laughs> the car T-bones the bike, just sure. plows uh-huh. right into it. And someone's like, well, why didn't you see it? Why didn't you see us? <sighs> yeah. I, I mean, I feel bad for the girl, but she kind of got off uh, lucky. She could have, that was a bad accident. So so who was who was asking, could you tell who was asking why they weren't seen? Uh, no, because I was kind of half, I, I had my eyes half closed and the headphones <laughs> right. half off my head at and this doing point. Doing the icky dance. Yeah, because there was, there was a lot of screaming and crying. It was, it sounds 
horrible. As bad as it almost it sounds worse than it looked. Because mm. uh, it looked kind of fake when you're just look uh, looking at that kind of real mm-hmm. injury yeah. right after it yeah. happens. I'm Japanese. I'm used to Japanese action movies where any removal of limbs involves a uh, hundred gallons of blood spurting out. Right. As you do. As you right. do. That's, yeah. that's what happens. Under, yeah. you know, 500 pounds of pressure. Yeah. With her, it was just, it was like watching cattle butchering. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was, it was pretty gnarly. Yeah. So once again, the moral of the story is the best way to protect your kids from dumb friends with motorcycles is to get them their own motorcycle and teach them how to ride it safely. Keep them in the sidecar. Or keep them in the sidecar. But, yeah. That makes so much good sense. Especially if the sidecar has a roof, then you can lock it. <laughs> You've been talking to my daughter. <laughs> We've negotiated. She will she will accept trying a windshield on the Earl. <laughs> so, but for how long? I know, right? Because that's like a three hundred dollar investment if I buy a brand new one. Well, we could we could jackass something up. I have an old Strom windshield. Yeah, yeah. We could maybe jack something up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> she, she's really liking the idea of that enclosed Hannigan. I, I, there's that one. I think I think you need to show her the tuck tuck that work is building. Oh, and the other problem is after riding in your rig, I'm really liking the idea of something with power. You know, it's good stuff. I yeah. Have you tried this power stuff, James? It's really pleasant. <laughs> yeah, I've experienced it once or twice. The, the, the Triumph does okay, but. I haven't, you know, I haven't uh, attached an extra appendage to the side of it. See, I thought you were going to bring up the EBRSX <coughs> again. Oh, well, you know, now if, if I'd thought about it, I would have. <laughs> well, James, the question that is on everyone's mind, and feel free not to ask us, is are you and Chris in a fight because of Coke and horse? <laughs> well, not Coke. <laughs> they both love Coke. No arguments about Coke whatsoever. Is it all the strippers and blow? I mean... <laughs> Yeah, that no, clearly that's it. Um, no, no, no. We just, you know, scheduling has been rough. Uh, Chris, Chris took a new job, and it's uh, placed more demands on his time than I think uh, than I think he anticipated. And the summer is their busy season, so mm. so here we are. But uh, wait a minute, does he drive an ice cream truck? <laughs> <laughs> I knew I liked that guy. Uh, ice cream sidecar. <laughs> I knew yeah, I right. liked that guy. <laughs> Yeah, no. Unfortunately for him, he's still in IT, as as are we all. I think, yeah, right? We are. Yes. Yeah. But he tons of project sorrow. Oh, oh, a project manager. I tell nerds what to do. Yeah, one one of those guys, right? Yeah, yeah nerds. He's yeah. on the wrong side of that fence. <laughs> <laughs> so I was talking to James and some of the other guys, like Steve and um, Spencer and Chris. Mm-hmm about AIM Expo this year mm-hmm. and how I probably can't go because I've spent all my extra money on a piece of shit bike <laughs> that exploded on me in the middle of fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, James was like, well, I'm not sure how I'm going to go either. And so I sent an invite to both James and Chris. Hey, come on the show. Chris said he was knee deep in, in hookers and blow and, mm-hmm. and couldn't mm-hmm. make it. But yeah. you know, James was like, I'm sad. I'm lonely. My mm-hmm. my life has no meaning. Mm-hmm. I'm all out of blow, and <laughs> I'm know, so lost without horse. Hookers are all at Chris's house. <laughs> I'm all out. Well, of you blow. know, I, with without the the big podcast money, I've got no way to pay for them now. Mm. That's the, that's the real yes. problem. We've noticed that because you've cut our salaries here at Wheel Nerds. Yes, the internet right. the internet pseudo fame is is very is it's fickle. Yeah, you know, you you have to save where you can. Are you getting a lot of people like banging on your door saying, "Hey, we we want to hear the dulcet sweet tones of." 
James and Chris. We've gotten we've gotten a, a bunch of uh, messages inquiring as to the state of our health. <laughs> they just they just assume it's not it's not that you have other things going. They're just like so uh, right. So the hookers and blow finally caught up. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Which dying? is great, right? I mean, I, I appreciate the concern. That that's that's awesome, but no, we're really we're fine. <laughs> it's oh, it's just scheduling. Heart, Which heart one of attack, you huh? <laughs> Which one of you is hanging by a belt strap in the shower? Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, <it's> dark. <laughs> I went to a very dark place. Very, very dark place. But hey, we're glad you're on our show and mm-hmm. you can help us out with uh, our one of our segments while uh I've got a I got a pile of blow to do. So. Okay, All yeah, right. have, have fun with that. Well, we're gonna we're gonna. Speaking of dark places to go, we've got classifieds this week. We have the darkest of dark classifieds. James, do you want, James? Do you want to take this first one? Runs like shit. I hate this shit box. Come take it from me. Backfires and intake will not idle. Moving need it sold. What is it? It's a buell. I obviously. <laughs> I mean, it was really. Was there any question? <laughs> wow! It could have been a Ural. No, it's an, it's an XB12. Excuse me, no. The Ural has never backfired into the intake or shot fireballs out. That's true. That's we're, the Buell's trick. We're talking about 2004 Buell XB12S, which is the uh, the sporty version of, of my bike. It's like it's like a short Ulysses. Yeah, short Ulysses. So it sounds like he's got the same problem I had. Apparently this is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Runs like shit, backfires in intake. I think my bike was doing similar this sounds- things. Hauntingly will familiar. not idle it would just die mm-hmm. so moving need it so but he's asking for a 2400 i don't know well you know i mean compared to uh, uh you know an, an sx i mean this is kind of like an s it has s and x in the name that's true and it sure is affordable it is a, if he's priced at 1500 he could be entertained by fistfights in his front yard <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tw- twenty four hundred for that, as described. He's overcharging. Oh, uh, you think? I mean, it's not like he can even like take frame parts from it. Yeah, right. For other things, <laughs> you know. Yeah, because uh, he- the the other three guys that still have running ones on the road. Oh, <laughs> hurtful! <laughs> no, no, no. The running ones got home. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I still gotta figure out what's wrong with my headlights. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I could sell this bike to Steve. <laughs> you know. You know. You could buy this thing for the head for parts. This Steve for part, yeah. I, yeah, I could keep it. Not as, for 2400. No, yeah. no. You know, I, I really do like those bikes though. The SB, the XBs were were really cool bikes to ride. So much fun. So agile. Easy to get around a corner. Um, you know, as long as they ran. It, this is. It sounds so much. You know what this reminds me of? It's my sob. Your sob. <laughs> it's it's your 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 sob owners and Buell owners have a weird <laughs> overlap. Yeah. Man, this thing is so Wait, great when it works. One right. of you guys owned a sob, right? Was it Chris? Chris, Chris, Chris had, had a sob. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And it was probably great. It it was except when it rained. Oh yeah, he's the convertible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, leaky. <laughs> he duct taped like the whole thing on the inside yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's glorious. It's great when it runs. Yeah. All right. Next up. Oh, next up. Fuck this is you. what I picked out special for Chuck. Fuck you. So O'Reilly sent me this thing. Did you know that they're having $5 off this week on emergency roadside kits, James? That's a great deal. You know, somebody could probably use one of those. Yeah. I mean, it comes with a booster cable and cable ties and duct tape and screwdrivers and a shop towel and an all-purpose poncho in case, let's hypothetically say, you're sitting on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming, where 
Also, the outdoor thermal blanket might come in handy. Does, Don't you think? Does it come with a bottle of vodka and an extra drive shaft for a URL? You know, it, it doesn't, okay. but I bet you could add that. Yeah. It, it comes with alcohol prep pads. I could probably <laughs> squeeze those out into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Counts. I had tools on that trip. <laughs> Much good, mate, they do you. <laughs> There's not much I can do when, you know, vital component X is dust in the bike. <laughs> well, that's fair. You know, I, I've been posting these videos on our Facebook page of dudes traveling around the continent on Urals, diving into rivers, you know, fighting off polar bears with the bike. Mm-hmm. I ride across a state and the damn thing explodes. Like my Buell. So there, there is one common factor in all of this. That's true. The state? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I break down in Wyoming before with the Buell? No, I forgot my key. I lost my keys in Wyoming. Yes, that's right. And someone stole Buell. your underwear. Yeah, and someone stole my underwear in Wyoming in the Buell. Mm-hmm. I get the feeling there's more to that story, but... I won't ask. Oh, that was that was from episode one. Oh, was it? We get we get to Wyoming and we go inside some random ass Walmart. store or Walmart or some yeah, shit to buy like Walmart. fuel or something, and we come back out and uh, Chuck's keys were apparently left in his luggage because somebody took stuff out of his upper luggage and took the keys with him. Yeah, they stole my underwear. Honest to God, stole his underwear. <laughs> so they could they could have taken the bike. No, yeah. it was just luggage keys. Oh, all right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was I, the luggage it, keys were different. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I did not have any keys to any of my luggage. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. sweet. We, and it was like one hour into our trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Strong start. Yeah. Gen- Strong start. Generally, you'd want those. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. The real problem was the food was in his side case. Yeah. So how, yeah. how did you... I mean, I, I suppose I could just go back and listen to episode one again, but uh, how did you get the case open? A locksmith. All right. I, I went home. Whose who's truck was towed? Yeah. So I, I went home. That for, you know, we turned around. and We, we were nine, 90 minutes away. Mm-hmm. We turned around, came home. I called a locksmith. He came out. He popped open the, the case. And he's like, I don't have what I need to make spares, but I'll make you some spares and bring them by later. And that's the last I heard from him for the rest of the day. <laughs> In the morning... He calls me. He's like, I'm sorry. My van was towed. Oh, no. <laughs> I yes. can get you keys later today. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we lost like a whole day and shortened, a half. We shortened that trip some. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was I was kind of hoping the story involved a 38 of point blank range. No, no. Alas, that was that was my plan B if we decided to get into the side cases is just, you know, blow the fuckers open and. You know, bungee cord him closed. Yeah. If he had had a gun at the Walmart parking lot, that's probably what would have happened. Yeah. Although <laughs> I do, you know, I do kind of feel bad for the for the the locksmith, right? Because apparently some of uh, Chuck's luck managed to rub off on him. Yeah. Yeah. His van got towed. Get Chuck all over him. <laughs> yeah. Something. There is something about me and motorcycle trips mm-hmm. that I don't know. What we got next up? Less left testicle. For dirt bike, $10,000. 16-year-old, left, possibly right testicle for sale. I'm 16, working a full-time job, and it's just not enough to get me a new bike, so I'm deciding to sell one of my testicles. Would Really would rather sell the left instead of the right, but whatever floats your boat. As far as I know, they both work great, and the doctor says I'm perfectly healthy. 
I've heard you can sell them for 35000 so to buy one in great shape for 10000 you're definitely getting a deal. This is not... Hey, anyone get the impression that this kid's going to suffer a traumatic ad- head injury in the very near future? <laughs> one gets that. This is not prostitution. Could be used like yours. Wait, could be used like if yours don't work or you need a science experiment. I don't know. Would rather not send pics. <laughs> question mark, explanation, ex, explanation yeah. point, question mark, right? So he's not sure if he'd rather not send pics. Would rather not send pics? Yeah. The money's good. <laughs> I will consider trades for a YZ, CR, KTM, KX, RM, 125, 250, or even a 450. Must be a 2014 or newer. This is a serious post, and I don't have time for jokes or games, so don't come and bust my balls. Balls. Trying to trade for an Xbox or shoes. 10,000 or best offer, no low balls. 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 To his credit, at least he's looking in the right area for a bike. You know, a 250 to a 450. Sounds like a dirt bike he wants. I'm still stuck on the who's buying testicles. (laughs) Straight up. Like, 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 at what? It, you can transplant what? them, right? Can you do? You can do a testicle transplant, can't you? I have no honest idea. I mean, it's not your DNA at that point anymore, but I, I which I think would, I, I don't, I don't know where to start. That's gonna, that's gonna be someone's cover story in the future. I guarantee. Ah, uh-huh. someone's gonna be like, you know, they have a baby, and the baby comes out like black, and everyone's white. No, I was going to be like you. You must have a testicle transplant. You didn't know about you didn't from yeah a black guy. Mm-hmm. That's that's why that's clearly. what happened clearly because there's no other possible reasonable explanation. It fits. Can you transplant testicles? I have no freaking idea. Uh, I mean, so if he's doctor, listeners, chime in. Yeah, I mean, he I says he, you know, I, I, know. I, I know you can get prosthetic testicles for your dog. Yeah, yeah, or oh, yourself. Yeah. Be, beyond yeah, that, you can I don't get know. The, you can get the rubber balls to. You can get them for your truck, <laughs> <laughs> and that's all class. Maybe that's maybe that's what this is. This is. People are people are buying them like you know fake plastic truck nuts. Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> Real human nuts. You know what? Somewhere in China, someone's doing that. I guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a Chinese ruckus clone with human <laughs> testicles flapping on the back. You wake up in a bathtub full of ice with a phone duct taped to your hand. Duct-taped Is that yeah? Hand. And and a 125 cc parked next to the right. tub and a dirt bike next to the tub. The bad news though, you're not gonna be able to ride it right away. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Next up, James. You take this one. This one's the oh. Wait. oh. Yep. Todd, oh, Todd. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I, I skipped Todd. That's all right. Yeah, let's skip Todd. James, you take... <laughs> Damn it. This is a 2001 Honda CBR-F4i $600. $1,800 in Sweetwater. This what? was sent to us by one of our listeners what who had some hell? commentary of his own. Yes, it's a Honda CBR-F4i $600. Bunch of extra tires for the bike come with it. I don't even want to start on that. Doesn't need transmission work, but is rideable. Also comes with another computer to make it 900 plus instead of 600. What? That is not how that works. This is a unique one-of-a-kind bike. Must see to appreciate. $1,800 OBO. Now, what this... we have to mention about this bike <laughs> is instead of plastic for bodywork, it's diamond plate. Yes. But it's not just diamond plate. It's like that paper-thin diamond plate 
you get at the at the the Home Depot that's probably made out of plastic. Well, how else are you going to bend it into the shape <laughs> yeah. of a fairy? Exactly. I mean, God. Because exactly. wow, although it looks like it's just. In all fairness, it looks as good as some of the plastics I've seen for sale on eBay. True. True. Fit and finish is right up there. This guy was going for a look. He had a dream. He, he achieved a look. I don't understand this comes with another computer to make it a 900 plus. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you, you, what you do is you put the different computer in and your engine will expand in size. Well, clearly they're talking about virtual displacement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Like a so. virtual machine? Yeah. He's, he's, he's cre- he's, he has a little Docker instance in the engine? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that's a thing, right? Yeah. Virtualizing the engine? Well, uh, what, what, what actually happens here is what's going on is there's there's four cylinders, right? And they're 300 apiece. So it could theoretically be 1,200. But those computers are, like, damn expensive. So he's got the cheap computer that only runs two of the cylinders. Oh. That's, mm-hmm, yeah. Like uh, like the GM fuel economy system. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like that. Or like the SV325 system. Yeah, uh, same like, deal. Like IBM's magic screwdriver. Mm-hmm. You just Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on here. Honda... Honda, like, turned off a whole bunch of this bike, yo. Do you think he misunderstands what the numbers actually mean? Like, he actually, he, maybe he thinks not the numbers mean horsepower instead of CC? He, he's sitting there thinking, I've got a bike that can do 900 horsepower. Hmm. Interesting. You know, I don't know what disturbs me more, the fact that he might think that, or the fact that I didn't immediately jump to the conclusion that he's just a friggin' idiot. <laughs> <laughs> We've done a lot of classifieds. I should know this by now. <laughs> I, you know, I, I did have an experience like that, though, where uh, I, was, I was talking to someone, someone who misunderstood the numbers associated with a motorcycle. Um, it was when I took my riding test when I, when I first got my license. And the guy who was administering the test kept asking me if, if, the, if the motor was bigger than 500. And I, well, yeah, it's, it's, it, it is. Um, and he, he asked this like five times and, and eventually I, I was like, look, why? Why do you keep asking if, if it's if it's bigger than than 500 cc's? He said, well, you know, if, if it's any points to his chart and he says if it's bigger than 500 cc's, you use this circle. You know, you ride around in this circle. And if it's smaller than that, you ride around in the smaller circle. The abbreviation after the number 500 was actually LBS. <laughs> <laughs> That, uh, yeah. Yeah. I see some, uh... Let's be honest, James. Back when you took your riding test, that guy asked you, Hey, have you heard about those dames riding motorcycles? Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, he, he, and actually the, the clipboard was, was a stone tablet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his little <laughs> hammer, little chisel thing. That's tink, right. tink, tink. Broad's tink, got tink. the vote. Tink, 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 tink. Did you ride here on the motorcycle or the Velociraptor? <laughs> it, it was a slow process. He had to put his feet on the ground and just kick it around in the circle. I would love to open my motorcycle up and discover that there's a sass-talking dinosaur with a Brooklyn accent inside. That would make my freaking day. I'm not going to lie. You know, who looks up and says something like, It's a living. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to stick this computer on you and make you a 900. <laughs> now you're a T-Rex. All right. This, this computer's amazing. I need one of these computers. We should sell these. We're selling this one at Indiegogo. Oh, this is going to be the new Wheel Nerds uh, virtualization engine virtualization computer. Yes, I like it. What could go wrong? I think it's got legs. Speaking of the, you see the new thing that's kicking around Kickstarter. Oh, I, I shudder to think. Um, it's not going to get funded, mm. but it's a wristband 
that subscribes to a <clears throat> online database of oh, traffic yeah. cameras. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that thing. I'm I, like, no. I guess that's more useful in Europe. I, I don't see it having a whole lot of use here. No, unless in Arizona where they're just happy with those things. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So what's the, what's the, what, what's that about? What's it do? So it's, apparently it's like a, got a GPS thing that knows where it's hooked up to some service that knows where the traffic cams are. And so mm-hmm. it'll buzz when you're near a traffic cam. So it interfaces with your phone and uses the GPS to figure out where you are and it compares itself to the database. And when you get close to these cameras, it buzzes on your wrist to like warn you to slow down if you're going over the speed that the camera is looking for. Or put on your gorilla mask. That's <laughs> put on your, flip the license plate over. It, it's supposed to be a tool to help you speed, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, that's interesting. And they're asking for a hundred thousand pounds, I think. And they've uh, they got 15 days left, and I think they've got something like 20,000. So I don't think they're going to make it. They've sent us... Uh, they've like been spamming the shit out of us. Yeah. They're, they're trying to, real hard to, to get the, the word out, but I just don't see... No. I don't see it. I don't, I don't think it's dumb, and I don't think it's a good fit for us. Other than to be made fun of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about you, James? You want something on your wrist that vibrates because of all that massive speeding you do? Uh, yeah, no, no, <laughs> I don't. Um, and th- there, you know, there are plenty of other things that do the same thing, right? There are databases available for for your phone. I think Waze might even have. Now, Waze has red light cameras. I'm not sure about speed cameras, um, but I, I, I can't imagine a dedicated piece of hardware for that. Yeah. Well, so you know, you you um, what it does. Uh, hmm. I mean, I could just see it ending up being you're that dude at the intersection who just l- helped your girlfriend lose her leg. So yeah, you know. Yeah. I also I also kind of think that's probably uh, a lawsuit waiting to happen at some point. Could be. Yeah. I'm I'm just seeing it as you know I I I uh, I got to think the cops see this thing if they know what it is. If they They're know not what gonna, it is. If they know what it is. It looks pretty subtle. They're going to be looking pretty pretty strangely at you. And plus, just honestly, if you're going that fast that you need this, knock it the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yes. Knock it off. Yeah. And, Go out in the middle of nowhere and speed. Well, it's fun. And there are states in which radar detectors are illegal. Right? Yep. So I, I, I can't imagine this would fly here in the U.S. No. I suspect... I suspect this is the kind of thing that will be around for a while, and then they'll be like, "Where well, you can't do." Yep. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going to make their Kickstarter. So oh no, it doesn't seem likely. I don't. I don't, I don't think they're going to make it. Uh, next up, oh, this one's perfect for James. It's straight from his era. <sighs> <laughs> Spent run due to electrical issue. Don't know exactly. Don't know what exactly was running. I dropped the bike. Now it doesn't need to work, but the machinery is in good shape. What is it, James? This is a 1978 Suzuki GS 7,500. No. no. <laughs> oh, thank God. I thought you were going to say it was a 750L, at which point I was going to have to go. <laughs> hey, Todd, it's a 750L. <laughs> now get in my motorcycle. <laughs> I want to see how much horsepower you add to the Ural. Oh, God. <laughs> so this is a, 
This is a good uh, a 750. Oh, God. Oh, I can't even look at it. Spent, dude, spent run, spent run due to <coughs> what? Spent run due to electrical issue. Don't know exactly what was running. <laughs> See, that's that's the tough part when you can't figure out what was running. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what was running? Was it the engine? I dropped the bike. Now it, now it doesn't. I kicked the bike over in anger and then died completely. Needs work, but the machinery is in good shape. No, it's not. (laughs) Didn't you just say it wasn't? You were lying. You don't even have air in those tires. You've got nothing. Well, Is that a car seat belt hanging on the seat? Could be. Where a seat would go? (sighs) No. Well, and he he spells work with an I, which, you know, I think think that's fancy, like when you spell shop with two E's at the end. (laughs) <laughs> no, that just that tells you he's cool and hip. I mean, obviously, the people he's selling this bike to are hipsters who are going to make it into a sweet right. bobber. In fact, it kind of looks like somebody might have bobbed that rear fender already, or possibly just entered the shit out of it. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> the it looks like somebody sort of it, the fender was unbolted and just tossed on the back. And yeah, right. yeah. yeah, this this bike this bike is a litany of it. You could you could go over this bike and do like a like a. Like a CSI thing of it of like, here's all the people that this bike has sent into a frothing rage. <laughs> you just spray luminol on the bike and it glows <laughs> everywhere. As you can see, the stator is dead because it's always dead. In old GSs. This thing was pushed in the corner of the garage and forgotten for a decade or so. Oh, at least. It's, it's, this is a 78. It's probably been there since 1980 by the looks of it. <laughs> This bike is older than I am. Oh my god, it is not older than me. <laughs> we know, Chuck. Yeah, we know. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's a shame when you see old bikes like this because you know this was this was a cool bike at the time it was made, and then it just you know Lord knows what happened to it, but it was bad. Well, you know, Tom, for a little work, it'd be you you can be a good looking bike. Mm-hmm. It was a little work. You do but... know you do know that I I sold a. a, a a kind of running KZ 1100 that looked a lot nicer than this for a hundred dollars more than this. Right? <laughs> so imagine what you could do with this <laughs> dreams, man, you're a hipster. Come on. You should be all over this. I see your beard, you know, b- vibrating. I'm just going to, I'm just going to throw this out. I had an 81 GS 750 L that was purple rain. That was my first bike. Never again. <laughs> you know why I don't like UJMs? That right there. Wait, wait, you, you, this bike, you don't, I don't. You don't like, like UJMs. UJMs. I don't like UJMs. Don't you have a V strum? Ooh, I, I do. I feel that's a UJM. On. Nah. Oh yeah. V strum is a superbike engine stuffed into a standard. <laughs> and yeah, I know it fills some of the gap that a UJM did. Of it can do sort of everything, except UJMs were a very specific engine configuration. And a very specific era. And compared to the British bikes at the time, yes, they kicked ass. Like, that engine fucking ripped compared to the shit boxes Triumph would sell you. Uh-huh. But you know what? It's a piece of crap by modern standards. A steaming pile of crap. Well, it, I, in all fairness, it should be. 
well, th- this particular one is a really piece of crap. <laughs> but but anything anything built in the late seventies, early eighties really shouldn't hold up to to a modern motorcycle, right? I mean, that's, that's fair. I mean, who knows? What fair, but all the people who are these UJM proponents, like, oh, they're so great. I'm like, oh, okay, they're so great, except for the fact that the engine's underpowered for its weight, and the brakes are utter pieces of shit, and the suspension is shitty, and the handling is shitty, and the frame is. But shitty. we have seen bikes from this era that you liked. There are a few special occasion bikes, yes. See, I'm still trying to fill that, feel that out with you, because occasionally we'll come up with an old bike and I'll be like, oh, Todd's going to laugh at it like a mall. And then Todd just, like, asks me to leave the room so he can be alone for a couple minutes, and that's creepy. Well, I, the other thing about the UJMs, that it, it, it's the U part. Like you take you take the badge off of the you know what's wrong with this UGM? You. <laughs> <laughs> you damn it. <laughs> I mean the whole the whole joke behind UJM is you take the GS seven fifty L and you take the badge off it. And unless you happen to know about the different tail sections, a Maxim seven fifty looks a fucking lot like the GS seven fifty L. Like a lot, a lot, like not a hundred percent easy to tell them apart without examining them for a minute. I mean, they are Nearly identical, all air cooled fours. I mean, look very similar. All of them were stealing styling cues from each other for ages and ages. Uh-huh. Um, so, so just like cruisers today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're all sharing, which I also don't ride. They're all sharing that single motor kind of. Yeah, yeah. You know what that is making me think of? What Yamaha? Really? Yeah, with the the FZs. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's probably, it's a similar type of thing, isn't it? Because it's a good motor for its time. I mean, that Yamaha motor is a kick-button motor right now. And in, you know, I suppose 20, 30 years, it'll be like, eh. <laughs> the future Todd will be like, that's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I really like the idea of a, of a vintage Japanese motorcycle. I Philosophically, I'm, I'm totally on board. I'd like to think that I would like to own one. But when, you know, when, when, it, when you get right down to it and start, start considering everything that goes along with that, yeah, I'll, I, I'd rather live with the romanticized notion of it than, than the reality. Yes. Right. That's when you, you roll out to Triumph and be like, I want that, that uh, Thruxton that looks like an old bike. But exactly. is in fact <laughs> not. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I think that's the thing. That's the thing that I find, you know, because I, I, one of the things that I think bothers me the most about them now is how romanticized the UJMs have gotten. I have been there, right? I like, I've lived it. I have, I have called my father on the phone to ask him how to push start a bike. Okay, <laughs> fucking UJM. Mm-hmm. I've, I, I've I, made that the call. romance is gone. <laughs> well, and and once upon a time, you know, you you bought you bought a, a crappy old UJM because it was the cheapest thing you could get a hold of. Yeah, yeah. Right. If you if you had seven hundred bucks in your pocket and you wanted a, a decent, reliable ish running motorcycle, that that's what you'd go get. Once now, upon a time, right? I mean, now you 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 can't touch them for that, and you can buy, you know, something built in the in the early two thousands that's going to be a heck of a lot more reliable. Might even be fuel injected for you know for for the same money for or, or less. You know, you say once upon a time, I'm pretty sure that's why Todd bought Purple Rain. Oh, yeah. Cheap as shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot. That was a long time ago. $600 I bought Purple Rain. That was for. a long time ago. It was. Long time ago. <laughs> yeah. It's, How old are you now? 
You're over 30, right? Oh, that yeah, was yeah. Well, yeah, it was like, what, 10 years ago? Yeah. 12 years ago? 10, 11, something like that. No, more than 10, because I've been 12. riding for 10. Yeah, 12 years. Yeah, 12 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? Because it's fun to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 12 years ago, I bought Purple Rain, and it was, it was a motorcycle, wow. which was exactly Two, what I was after. 2004. I mean, just fresh into a new century. Mm-hmm. All bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and mm-hmm. the t- optimistic Todd. Mm-hmm. Now look at you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just drinking it all in. Just, just remind me, remind me to remind me to bring the bandit and just do fucking giant donuts in your driveway next time I come. I'll need to remind you because you're old and you'll forget. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> We're racing sidecars next week. I'll stay in second gear, so it's so it's a race. I'm gonna tie a strap to the bed. <laughs> You'll just be perplexed why I'm in your rearview mirror so the whole time. Still there, <laughs> screaming. What? I done. I make bad decisions. Still worth it. All right, we got here a 1969 Carnival Honda Mini Trail 50 Z50 Indian. What? Carnival Honda Mini Trail 50. I have a vintage Honda Mini Trail X Carnival Amusement Park ride. Oh. Vintage 1969-71 Honda Mini Bike. Perfect for any man cave. It has the Indian Chief-style fenders and could be restored, parted out, or simply make a perfect piece to decorate your motorcycle decor, office, restaurant, bar, hot rod shop, bagger costume, etc. How big is your damn bagger if you're going (laughs) to... If you're going to decorate it with a mini bike, pretty pretty damn big. Dude. Uh, one would have to assume large, but <laughs> maybe a Victory Vision. <laughs> Very rare item, only asking five seventy five. Honda fifty parts alone worth much more than the price of this item. Harley Davidson, Indian Scout, Porcelain Signs, Route sixty six Americana, and coin operated related antiques and collectibles are great investments. Uh pictures for me. <laughs> Someone had a dream. You could see these old vintage signs behind the bike on the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the this is the this is the person who's been told that they have to have a net zero. <laughs> what trips me out the most about this thing is the rear seat. Look at that rear seat, and look what's sticking up between the two seats. So this has a oh, front right. seat a and a rear like- seat handle there there's like a, a a scooter handle like a kick scooter oh that's for handle. the kid to hold on to to uh to ride because you're on a carnival ride yeah so is this what is this it's is this... so the, this isn't i've seen these at carnivals all up and down the east coast so it's not a running bike right it doesn't work if you look it doesn't even have foot pegs right uh. right so basically you know the People would buy up old parts, old beat-up parts, bolt them to something resembling a frame, and then stick them on these platforms that go around in circle, in a circle, oh. and, and that's what it is. So, so you, this like, is like the teacups. Yeah, yeah, ex- you know, except without the spinning and throwing up. <laughs> I don't know. I was I was a sensitive kid. <laughs> Back of this looks like it might make me look. But th- I mean, I kind of, I kind of think this is this is kind of cool, to be honest. Um, and it's bringing back memories for you, isn't it, James? <laughs> kind of. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm just for the record, I'm not that much older than you, Chuck. But anyway, 
Just so we're all clear here. I know. Through the air. I know. Okay, yeah, that makes that makes more sense. Except the thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it makes more sense now. If you if you look at this as this was mounted on a carousel, that's that's okay. Yeah. The the uh, most impressive thing about this ad though is that this guy actually managed to cram all his link bait into sentences. Yeah, I, I give him I give him some some props for that one. I uh, but yeah, that's uh, no. Okay, so out of curiosity, effort needed to make this a running machine. Uh, you would need an engine that runs and some way to drive the rear wheel, which may or may not, in fact, be a wagon wheel. <laughs> what, what am I missing here, James? I mean, does that look like a complete motor? No. No, okay. no, no. The, the only way to make this thing run would probably be to go out and buy another Trail 50 and uh, just right <laughs> and then throw instead. this one away. Exactly. <laughs> throw this one away. <laughs> I mean, this this might be good for spare parts. Maybe. No. It's it's for your bagger. You hang it off the back of your Victory Vision. That's right. You, you label you, it lifeboat. You dangle it from your truck's axle. Install, <laughs> install some davits on the back of your on the back of your wing. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. You replace the sidecar with that. Just to fuck with people? Yeah. <laughs> Have the kids ride that. <laughs> oh, I could be like that guy in Australia. He's got a he's got a uh he's got a sidecar that he uh drives, so he's in a wheelchair, so he drives from the you know, his chariot deal mm-hmm. where he actually drives from the tub. Um, but the other one is set up as a passenger seat. And so he says one of the fun things he does is he puts his, you know, eleven year old daughter and then we go down the road and he tells her okay when we go by the big shop you scream (laughs) oh that's awesome Uh, i mean it's got the perfect grab bar already there so you know well and this this has an advantage over the sidecar in that you could put both kids on it yes that is true yeah that is true yeah although if chuck gets the giant enclosed sidecar he can put both kids and a couple dogs and uh, like a whole lot of ice cream Ooh, in there. Weeks if worth I, of groceries. If I could get the Zeus into the States, man. I oh, would, yeah. I would I definitely pull the trigger on that. Yeah, but wouldn't you be better off with a Honda Civic? No. What kind of question is that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, n- neither one's a motorcycle. In, in, which, in, which planet, in which planet does the answer, wouldn't you technically be better off with a Honda Civic? I feel like I'm talking to Bob yes. Wark or some other random old guy. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I I listened to that interview with Bob, and I couldn't help coming away from from listening to his description of the you know he's extolling the virtues of the sidecar over over an actual enclosed automobile, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I I couldn't help but think, you know, if I put the top down and take the doors off of my Wrangler, it does all those things. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair point. Yeah. Although you know, I, I give I give Wark credit. He uh, he puts his money where his mouth is in terms of he likes a minimalist. He rides a minimalist, and uh, and all his advice for setting it up works. So you know, okay. Uh, all I know is I got an eight year old who has needs, roof needs, <laughs> needs, yeah, need for a roof. And I think a Zeus would just be pretty bitching. Oh yeah, no doubt. No. To say nothing of how how it rip around corners, right? Which is something the Honda Civic would not do. Well, yeah, there's that. 
Especially now that the civics come equipped with nannies, because everything comes equipped with nannies now. <laughs> you don't want to do that. It's dangerous. <laughs> they don't actually say that. Don't do it. Oh my god. They do. They say it in machine code. You've got a newer car than I do. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it does exactly that. You have the gas when the wheels turn, it's like, oh no, don't do that. It's dangerous. <laughs> and then at the other end of the spectrum, I have the bandit. Like, you want to just fucking loop it? Okay, great. You got it, boss. <laughs> I'm on the case. <laughs> you want to stop so hard the rear wheel picks up off the ground? We'll do it. <laughs> Have you twisted the throttle far on that thing yet with the sidecar? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because when we went for a ride, you were kind of hesitant. About I was it. just about half throttle most of the time. Yeah, yeah, most. Yeah. yeah. So what's it like when you open it up? Eye opening. <laughs> <laughs> and the yaw becomes insane very rapidly. Do you desperately need a monkey in it at that point, or? Uh, no, the car does okay. It's just that the yaw gets, you know, like really fierce. Yeah. And with a with a monkey, it's worse. So okay. with you hitting it hard, like I really try we to pass the sidecar. We would just go straight car. into an overpass. We just turn immediately to the right and just spin <laughs> around the sidecar. Especially once we got the ice cream, then it was like, forget it. <laughs> Just adjust the suspension up. Ice cream. Yeah. All right. Only thing I'm really missing, I think, though, is... <clears throat> Whoa. Only thing I'm really missing, though, I think, is a trailer. Such as trailer, $400 in Garland. Mm-hmm. Um, Pull-behind trailer, custom paint, good tires, lights all work. One seventy-eight ball inch, ball hitch. Have over $1,800 in the trailer, but sold Goldwing already. Price is $400 firm. Comes with Siberian Tiger mural on the sides and the top. If this had a wizard mural or a Viking mural, I would be all over it. Yes. No, I mean, if it, if it actually literally had $1,800 in it, I'd be all over it. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, I hadn't thought of that. Over Maybe that's what he means. In the trailer. <laughs> you just and have to open it up. He's so confused. Oh, he's not buying the trailer. <laughs> it's full of money. Oh, there's money in it. <laughs> well, it is Texas, then. I don't understand. <laughs> Have over $1,800 in the trailer. And a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Guarding the money. Uh, motorcycle trailer. You do? Any any interest in a motorcycle trailer in your world? Um, I think about it for hauling shit, although I think I could probably build a, a, a cargo tub just as easily and get the same effect. Mm-hmm. I mean, the bandit could certainly pull a trailer without noticing. Can you pull the tub off the bandit easily? Oh yes, four bolts. Oh shit! So you could just put. Yeah. Oh so my I'm just god! Just gonna make just a cargo cargo sidecar for it. How hard is that to do on the Ural? Uh, the Ural has the snowman. Um, the what? So the connection. So you, you've got you've got bolts and you've got the like the snowman. If you look under your tub, there's these rubber baby buggy bumper things that look like snowmen. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. And it yeah. kind of bounces on them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't have those. I'm like hard mounted to the platform. I noticed that. <laughs> Yes, you did. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that really a euphemism for something, or, or, or do you literally mean... That I noticed that? Yeah. My kidneys noticed that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, the, the, the ride the ride is, is... Vigorous. It can be a little harsh. Invigorating. Um, you know, I'm still trying to dial in that progressive shock on the outside. Uh-huh. Full, full stiffness, as near as I could tell, would just make it a completely rigid outfit. And when Fatty got in it, you know... <laughs> Squeaky! <laughs> Whereas the Ural you get in and it goes oh, But you can't really hear that over yeah. me making that noise. Yeah. 
but yeah, yeah, the uh, the Ural sidecar has those rubber things you'd have yeah. to work around. Yeah. Um, there is a Ural cargo box that was once upon a time sold. It's just a big metal box, approximately the size of the sidecar. And honestly, the big reason I'd want a cargo box for the for the Texas one as opposed to the regular one is I feel sort of bad if I dinged it up. The Ural, I mean, you saw what I threw in the Ural. Yeah. Freaking like. <laughs> <laughs> Snowblowers, Christmas trees, yeah. whatever. Well, it's just it, the idea of a cargo box, it got me thinking, like, I could haul wood again. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, you know, I, I think of it as, like, I can make a cargo thing, you know, the cheap-ass plywood and, like, two-by-four sides. And no, that's not a, a euphemism for dead hookers. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. It could conceivably haul that. Chris is listening to his show going, Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hey. He's going to take the bike you just sent him and build a sidecar. <laughs> Coffin bike. sidecar back on it. <laughs> that poor bike. He'll be like, hey, James, you want to go for a ride? <laughs> we can talk about all that hookers and blow. And so I, I just, uh, not to change the subject, but I, I got to throw this out there. I, I just uh, Googled Zeus sidecar, right? I, I was not familiar. Mm-hmm. My God, what a rabbit hole that is. The, some of the things people have come up with are amazing. Um, I'm looking at, at one now that there, there's a motorcycle that literally has a bumper car attached to it as a sidecar. Oh, yeah. Oh, people yeah. put all kinds of crap on the sidecar. Yeah. Well, and since you can take the tub off, you could put – I mean I could put like a, a whatever really. Yeah. <laughs> The Zeus is, I think it's considered, it's called a it's side, called a side bike. bike. Side, side bike, bike. which, which yeah, is an interesting bike. sort of turn of phrase there, right? Because at that point, the bike seems to be not the feature. It kind of isn't. I mean, the you motor's I mean? in the sidecar part. Yes. It's kind of in the center. kind of centered. It's in both. Yeah, it's kind of centered. Yeah, you know, the bike is more just a, it's the steery part, mm-hmm. you know. And it, the sidecar itself is just so luxurious and spacious and stuff it's it's awesome and the the front suspension on the bike is an interesting arrangement well if you're building it from the ground up there's no reason not to have a center hub steering sure that makes sense center because with a center hub then you can also have adjustable caster angle right um and when you're adjustable caster and adjustable actual um uh steering crap axis angle Right. So you can dial it in. You know, the Bandit's got four inches and like a teeny tiny bit. Mm-hmm. And with big wide bars, that takes some doing on a sidecar. Oh, right. And you're also not you running know, car tires on the Bandit. No. no you, know, you know you're steering a sidecar <laughs> on the Bandit. There is no question in your mind. Um, but, you know, with something like the Ural, it's a lot less effort. And with something like the Zeus, you could dial it into like the exact amount you want. Yeah, I, I saw trick. one of these in Amsterdam, and I've been lusting over it ever since. It just it looks so cool. I reckon you could import one. Yeah, I don't but know. I don't think you'd like how much it would cost. Yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't. No, no, no. That doesn't seem likely. <laughs> no, no. You hit you hit a point very quickly where you're like, "Wow, I should have just gone to Claude with a cool bike and told him just just empty out my bank account." <laughs> it would have been faster, more efficient. <laughs> I wouldn't have to deal with the U.S. government as much. I just yeah. have to deal with Claude laughing at me all the way to the bank. <laughs> Makes sense. He'll be coming. He'll be like, "Joe, you know, Chuck, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna need that left testicle." <laughs> uh, okay, I'm not using him. <laughs> well, and we we now know the going rate for a left testicle. 
Uh, apparently, it's it's quite high. I'm gonna yeah. want more than ten grand for mine. I, just I, just saying. Yeah. I'm high quality DNA here. Uh-huh. You've seen my daughter. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> what? She's a cute kid. She's a cute kid. Smart. I just am having a lot of trouble with high quality Pre- DNA. Precocious. Not not getting these two to join in my head. Uh huh. <laughs> we'll break every bike he touches. My father would say that's a good thing. <coughs> your this father is was problem. a mechanic by trade. This your father had a self-sufficient job because your father could probably touch mechanical things and break them too. <laughs> I, this is probably a curse my dad laid on to me. <laughs> this, I, this is what because he never liked me riding motorcycles. He was mm-hmm. against the idea from the get-go. Ah, yes. So this is probably something he did. Ancient redneck curse. Ancient redneck curse. Ancient hillbilly, hillbilly curse. You know, you broke open a pack of chewing tobacco and lit it on fire. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Poured some whiskey, shine. I don't, I don't know what those guys do. <laughs> Got awesome. His, brought a possum and a cousin over. I don't so I want to know what you mean by frigging strange. Bulbs. Oh my god! So I'm trying to wire up the sidecar right now. Um, you know, so I can get rid of those stupid Billy turn signals that are on the front. Oh my god, those are, like are so invisible. tiny. It's one tiny LED working its little heart out to tell <laughs> people I'm turning. As a turn turning. signal. As a turn signal. And oh, by the way, if you look at the bike from the front, they're so small and so flush mounted, they're behind the fucking headlight. <laughs> well, that, that's where you want them. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, the previous, the, the, none of this flies in the face of what we know about the previous owner. Our, our friend, our friend, the putter on of very expensive race exhausts and no no air filter uh-huh. yeah. will it surprise you to know that the fender is chopped off in the back no, no exactly. is the bike street legal like that oh yeah yeah. so even with those tiny little you can, yeah, non-visible I, from the front, probably, front turn signals I don't know I, I suspect if a cop wanted to give me a hard time he could <laughs> if he could catch me <laughs> hey s- safety third that's right. They, these turn signals literally look like the the button LED buttons you push on a video game. Oh, That's about the size exactly of like that. They are. Uh, I never noticed that before. They're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> they look like the shoot button in a video game. They do. <laughs> they are horrible. They're the worst. But so so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the back right turn signal and relocate it to the front because the same on both ends stock. And then I'm gonna wire up the turn signals in the sidecar. Except I I'm checking the things in the sidecar and the brake and the running and all those work just fine. And I'm, I'm doing the turn signal one and, you know, t- touching the wires to the battery because I'm a redneck that way. Um, and whatever. <laughs> Licking the battery first. <laughs> Licking the battery Make first. Make sure it's good. Make sure it's good. Uh, <laughs> but I'm doing this and the freaking turn signals aren't doing anything. And I go and I open this thing up and on the top there's a bulb, right? Like a regular bulb. It's a dual filament bulb for the brake and running. Mm-hmm. The bottom, there are two tabs and they're going vertically and... There's holes in them, which are weird, but they're just hanging there in space. No place to screw a ball in. I'm very confused by this. So I go and look at the front. The front has one bulb. It's, I think, a turn signal wired bulb. And it has a thing on the bottom. It's the same two tabs, but there's a thing between them that looks like an overgrown fuse. What? Yeah. You you know those old fuses, the old, like, round circular fuses? Yeah, with the little wire inside the glass. Yeah. Yeah. There's a thing that looks like a gigantic fuse in there. How how gigantic? Like like about uh, I don't know like a few centimeters long. You sure it's not a vacuum tube? <laughs> well, that that's actually exactly what I was thinking. As I'm looking at this, I'm looking. I'm like, 
there's something inside it, and it's like it's too thick to be a fuse inside. And why would you put a fuse inside a light? And I realize the divider of the light is such that the bulb is on the top part, and there's a big metal piece in the middle that everything grounds to. Okay. And then on the bottom is these two tabs and a thing between the tabs. And I realize, I think I know what this thing is. This is a fucking weird light bulb. Is what this is. <laughs> no, think about it. Think about it. Is that your it's technical had, opinion? If you had, if you had a Did light you get bulb, a college degree. I, with I, that I went opinion? online and started searching for this. These are actually a thing. Okay. Um, it's so it's it's a bulb, but the bulb has positive and negative just at either end of a tube in the bulb. Okay. And so like your your uh, your overhead light in your car probably has one of these in it. It's like this thirty six millimeter like uh, God, what do they hell do they call it? I got a weird name for it that sounds even cockeyed and strange. Fucking strange bulb. Fucking strange bulb. That's yeah. FSB. <clears throat> yeah, that's the one. But yeah, so the, the, it's it's it goes between these two tabs, and the tabs just the, like the bend of the tabs holds the bulb in place, and it terminates it, and you you know, and then it actually blinks. So I got to go to a store oh. and be like, "Do you sell fucking strange bulbs here?" I think I've seen this. I think I've seen this. It's the the spring tabs hold the bulb. Yeah, hold the bulb. I have seen this. It's yeah. so weird. I was I was, I was standing. I, was, I, had, I must have stared at this thing for five minutes, being like, "What the fuck is there a fuse in there? Yeah. Why would you put a fuse in a light fixture? Who does these things?" <laughs> <laughs> a guy who puts a really fancy racing exhaust on a bike with no air filter. He had nothing to do with this side. <laughs> So did you find bulbs? No, I, I I found bulbs like it online. I'll have to go to a, a you know an auto store with the bulb from the front because I assume the back is the same. Uh-huh. And be like, I need this this thing. And they'd be like, is that a fuse? I'll be like, no. <laughs> is that a vacuum tube? No. You been in a time machine? As one of those transistors. You been in a time machine, fancy boy? Yeah. So uh, so so weird bulbs um, in these little cool bullet lights. Okay. Has. Okay. That was that was my weird motorcycle moment for the day. It's not often I come across something that is completely alien to me in a motorcycle anymore. Yeah. These are completely alien. Uh, okay then. You can fix my headlights on my Buell. That'd be fine. I'd be okay with that. Uh, have you put the multimeter on them to see if power comes through them? I haven't even had time to walk to the back of the garage. Have you tried kicking it? I haven't even had time to walk to the back of the garage. Have you tried throwing something at it? Oh, my God. How many times <laughs> do I have to say this? You don't ever walk to the back to throw at it. James, back me up here. That's true. That's true. Well, you know, it depends on your arm if you're if you're strong enough to – because, you know, I, I understand Chuck lifts, mm-hmm. right? So he should be able to I, I do manage yes, to throw but, something that far. But, but when he throws, he does that noise where he goes, ah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all, all, from the, all from the wrist. Oh my god! Yeah. Total wrist. Oh my god! Oh my god! I missed. Oh Jesus! You guys, are you gonna get it or am I? Uh, uh, one time, James, are you shocked at all that Scully went belly up without delivering helmets? Not in the least. <laughs> Would it shock you to learn that they spent the money on hookers and fancy cars? I am not, not only, making this up. <laughs> not only did they spend the money on well, I, I, I think from what I read, it was strip clubs, not necessarily <laughs> hookers. Although I guess you're you could, right, you can make that hookers leap if you want to over the top. <laughs> but so, you know, I, they, I saw that they they dropped two thousand dollars at a, at a strip club. Right, and that's kind of light for the money they were rolling in. If it was me, I would have dropped like ten grand. I would have walked in with a cardboard box full of ones. 
wagon. The wagon. I would have driven the Ural in. The Ural would have just been <coughs> ones flying out the sidecar. Well, one of those giant duffel bags with wheels on one end and a handle on the other. Yep. Right. I would have rolled in with it full of ones and rolled it out with an arm dangling from the... <laughs> And they bought two Vipers, two Dodge Vipers. Two? I yeah. didn't realize there were two. Well, two. It was they brothers were, that founded it. Oh, right. No, yes. Well, they, they, they needed a race, right? They wrecked the first one. <laughs> <laughs> well. Right. Well, I, I, I saw also that they had booked Caribbean vacations. And then like the day before, one of them decided he wanted to go Hawaii instead. Oh, oh okay. So he just burned all that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, as, you, as you do. As you do when, you know, using your ill-begotten games. <laughs> when, when you've been given two and a half million dollars by the internet. Yes. Yes. If you give us money, we'll give you a helmet. Sometime. Nope. Fooled you. Fooled you. It's D.O. A? Certified. It's D.O.A. <laughs> Sorry, we cut out there for a minute. Did you say D.O.T. certified? D.O. Certified. Yes. Not guaranteed. <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> yes, money down. Uh, I mean, and it's it's kind of disappointing because, you know, just a couple years ago, Nuviz and Scully were like these hot, you know, we're going to revolutionize the helmet industry. And, you know, what we got? Nuviz disappeared and yeah. Scully stole all your money. Brad Pitt has a helmet, I guess. Oh, they, yeah. they told a good story. That was about it. Well, that was that was their thing. Yeah, they were all they're pure vapor. Yeah. Fifteen hundred dollars is a lot of coin to drop on that and just watch it go away. And drop. <laughs> yeah, I'll be interested to see how that one shakes out. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm sure I'm sure they they feel secure in their Indiegogo campaign, but I'm guessing somebody somewhere is gonna is gonna lay down some fraud action on those terms. Oh, there's there's already there's a lawsuit. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, I no wonder ex-employees dropped a lawsuit, and that's where all this info about how they were spending. She was like the accountant or something. Yeah, right. They told her, you know, cook the books or you lose your job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what this says. Lawsuit uh, says she worked as an assistant to Scully Mm co-founders Marcus and Mitchell Weller and was fired when she objected to fraudulent accounting practices. How many employees do you think they actually had? Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm betting that they did not actually have any more employees than her. (laughs) <laughs> because <laughs> they did produce some prototypes that they were shopping around. Yeah, yeah, I suppose that's true. Oh, come on. They they bought a couple of HJCs and slapped some stickers on them. <laughs> I thought Seems they actually likely. had a, a couple working ones. Well, that's a good point. Do we know someone who's seen a working one? I, I thought that was a the thing. They'd like sent some to celebrities and stuff, and that was like how they were. Didn't a uh, web bike world or somebody do a do a review at some point? I I could think. Do you so? think they bought them off? I I think they might have had a couple work, some working ones. Mm. They just didn't. Uh, they didn't have the, the. They didn't. They never went into mass production. But the lure of the strippers and vipers was too much <laughs> for the brothers. <laughs> well, let's be honest. That would get me. So, do you think we should uh, make the helmets people paid us for, Chuck, or strippers? I can't believe this is a question. You're right. We should make the... Wait, no. Strippers. <laughs> strippers. Uh, obviously strippers, because we can always 
get more money and make helmets. All we'll do is tell people that, you know, they, we're going to make even more. Give us some more money. Oh, my God. Uh, a Kickstarter campaign I did send money to is doing exactly that really? right now. They are four years late. Uh-huh. Um, and they've been sending out emails saying, if you give us a hundred more dollars, we can guarantee you'll get one within 60 days kind of thing. Uh-huh. But this is most certainly not a trap. If not, you'll have to wait until we sell <laughs> enough at retail uh-huh. to make money to send you your cooler. Uh-huh. Yeah. And th- they've done this twice now, like, like two rounds of this ransom extortion mm-hmm. yeah. thing where, you know, you send us a hundred bucks. Just a little now. more money. Yeah. Just a little more money. And, and they already sent out like, when the campaign closed, they sent out an email saying, you know, we, we screwed up the shipping costs, so you need to send us X amount more <laughs> for shipping. Wow. And now, four years later, it's like, well, you know, we don't we, we screwed up the production costs, so we can't actually afford to make enough coolers to send. Well, So we have to sell them at retail first. But if you pay us $100 more, we'll put one aside. For oh, this is the cooler thing? You got in on that one? Yes, I am in Man. on the cooler thing. Yes, yeah, I got in on the cooler thing. <laughs> I am, I am, uh, two hundred and eighty bucks in on Ouch. the cooler. Thing. Oh my god! Yeah, you well, actually paid the ransom? No, I haven't paid the ransom. That was what their Kickstarter was two hundred and eighty bucks. Oh. Oh. Um, if you go, you can buy them today off of Amazon for mm-hmm. like four hundred. Oh, that's they're trying to sell them through Amazon. They're trying to sell them through like Bass Pro Fishing. And why do I care about this cooler? You don't. Okay. You really don't. This was this was during this was the last Kickstarter campaign I backed before I realized what the hell am I doing with my life? <laughs> I've made bad choices. Because I was addicted to Kickstarter oh, I for a while. Yeah. I, I backed Nuvis, mm-hmm. who yeah. sent me my money back. By the way, well, it's because they're stand-up guys. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, the coolest people. Yeah, they're uh, they're special folks. Mm. They they send out emails being like, please don't write bad reviews or spread bad word of mouth about us because it hurts our retail chances and that hurts your chances of getting what you already sent money for. If you say something bad about us, your cooler you gets it. Get your- <laughs> yeah, the cooler gets it. <laughs> the cooler gets it. <laughs> and, and, and this cooler is just, it's a cooler with a blender built into it. it sounds like their marketing team should go into presidential politics. They're or, working. or, or, you know, heads up. Yeah, moments. right. Right. Yeah, they, they were working for Scully. It turns out there's a heads up display now being added to the <laughs> for a hundred more dollars. Excuse me. Fifteen hundred more dollars. Yeah. Yeah. At least it's like three or four years later. I don't know if I'll ever see my cooler. I, yeah, no, I, I don't care. No, yeah, money's gone. I, in I, a deep, dark hole. I feel okay with, you know, I burned 280 bucks, but imagine if I burned 1500 on one of these. Yeah. Holy crap, dude. No, no. Oh, that reminds me that that Kickstarter campaign with the the wristband. Mm. They have a section saying, "Guaranteed or your money back." Delivery guaranteed or money back. Mm. We promise we won't screw you, like Scully. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's that's now that's now a big sales sales point on uh, Kickstarter is we'll not screw you. Yeah, but I mean, again, there's nothing no, to because back that's that up. the thing on Kickstarter. You're not buying a product, right? You're, no, you're, you're, not. you're investing in something. You're you're basically an investor who gets no shares in return. 
right? That's it. So, so it's, it's, you're gambling just like any other investment. They say that right after the campaign closes, right. they get their money. If you look at the ads on Facebook, you're buy, you're pre-ordering. Oh, that, yeah, the that's the way they present it. But, but. <laughs> you're pre-ordering. You're, yeah. You're, you're, yeah. Trust us. You can get one now. Look at these 3D renderings we have. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's, you're less than an investor. You're, you are the people the rest of the unsecured creditors yeah. laugh at. <laughs> yeah. I just found a post on Reddit, and apparently about a year ago, Scully did do sort of a a tour where they they took that uh, working helmets out for people to to sort of try on and check out. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought they had a yeah. small run of helmets. I mean, Nuvis had a prototype device that they would show at shows, mm-hmm. but Scully, I remember they kind of made a big deal. Like, we actually have a helmet. We're not just we don't have this just thing that you know. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Give hookers, us money. Hookers like me. <laughs> and, I, and, you know, I, I thought I read ride reports and stuff about the Scully. Mm. I, you know. I, uh, I figured that's going to, it's the, the whole, the whole heads up thing is going to be set back a little by this, I reckon. Yeah. I mean, now. Unless it's HJC or somebody that comes out with it. Like, if it turns out they're the ones who bought new Viz. Oh, yeah. um, you know, where Cena bought new Viz and is being super close-lipped about it. Yeah. No one's going to trust a friggin' thing anybody says about heads-up helmets for oh, a while. James, how cool. Think of this. You know that helmet we saw at AIM Expo last yeah. year at Cena? With the, imagine if that had the new Viz technology built into it, too. Yeah, that would be pretty slick. That would be. You would become, yeah. actually, somebody who worked in the IT industry by putting it on. <laughs> you would... You, you could be like you could be like a handsome actor. Brad Pitt puts on this helmet when he takes it off. He's gonna be like, "Hey guys, you guys, you guys, Mountain Dew here." <laughs> so what happens if I put it on? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Take it back off. It's still Chuck inside, <laughs> crying. That was weird. <laughs> the helmet actually stops working. <laughs> A giant spring pops out the side. <laughs> no, it would have to explode. Even though there's nothing combustible in it, it would find a way to explode. Why is it on fire? How is that even possible? <laughs> explodes, falls from my head in pieces. <laughs> oh. Splits down the middle. Clang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it <sighs> Thanks, Dad. But yeah, yeah, that that would be cool. Although I'd be, I'd be. That is, much tech, how can they make it light enough to yeah. be Or is the helmet too busy at that point? Uh, there's that, too. Is it just too much crap? I mean, is is being in the Iron Man interface... Actually helpful? Is that feasible? Way? Yeah. Is that, is that Or is that just too mind-boggling for your brain to, to deal with? I think it's mostly there to look cool. If you look at a heads-up span of plane, it's showing you very, very little. Yeah, very little. But, you know, Tony Stark, you can barely see him through all the, the heads-up stuff cool, that's happening. Really shiny. Yeah, and the voice in his head. And mm-hmm. I don't know if a motorcycle rider could deal with that much. Well, they could for a little while. <laughs> Until they run through that red light. Ugh. I'll tell you what was, what was really weird was um, there was one company, and I don't remember the name, at AIM, I think the first year we were there. Uh, that had that uh, the helmet with the built-in mirror. See, that did you try that one on cool. Chuck? I did. But the mirror was like right along the top. Yeah, yeah. 
That was freaky. That was freaky, but it was also cool. I liked yeah. it. I think it would take some getting used to. Yes. Because it, it wasn't like – it wasn't as immediately um, – not useful, but not as as brilliant as a, you as can't a glance at view. it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a little blurry. It's very thin. You know, you know how I know you don't have uh, little tiny bar end mirrors on your bike. <laughs> <laughs> I looked through two tiny portholes behind me, yeah. which with the wide bars, at least you can see. But it's still like looking through two portholes. Sort of, but I mean, the portholes are big because you you see you've got like well, a true. full yeah. like one almost one eighty degree yeah. view of the back. It's just it's very small. Hmm. Well, and you still have to direct your because you, you have to look up. You got to gotta look it, at it. Right. So you still have to direct your eyes away from what's happening directly in front of you. Yeah. You can't so just I, be I, staring down the road and mm-hmm. looking at this and seeing this, too. Hmm. Right. Right. So I, I I didn't quite understand the advantage. I, and I guess like for lane changes and stuff, you could yeah. just glance up at that instead I'm, of doing the head turn. I'm still looking I for guess. them to get some of the some of the proximity sensors like they have in cars on motorcycles because my car's got proximity sensors sticking out of it every which where, mm-hmm. and I friggin' love it. It is so good. Do you have a backup camera? Oh yeah, backup camera, cross traffic, like blind spot sensors, all this crap. And the, the net effect of this, along with the fact that this, mine is the only SUV that has like actual big mirrors you can see through. For some reason, they all decided it so was cool. So it has things. all of this cool na- nanny stuff? <clears throat> well, it's that's the thing. You'd think it was nanny stuff, but the, the sensors, mm-hmm. they just ex- they're just set up in such a way that they expand your situational awareness okay. rather than, like, replace it. Okay. It's really cool, actually. I really, really like the whole proximity sensor thing. Okay. So, so it doesn't have technology that gets in the way. It's not like exactly. a Volvo where it'll prevent you from doing something stupid. Right. It will, it will tell right. you what is there. Oh, it nice. tells hey, you you're about to do thing. something stupid, but it lets you go ahead and do it if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the more useful one isn't even the you know, little beep at you if you try to merge into somebody. Yeah. The more useful thing is just the, the – it will just tell you, hey, there's something there, which in and of itself is amazingly nice. Hey, there's something there. Ten points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, just – I mean, just – and, you know, with the motorcycle, I guess the, the blind spot is not as big a thing and all that, but just the the basic notion of being able to – be aware of what's around you in a way that relies on something, some sense that you normally don't have, mm. you know, because you know, I mean, we all use sound, we use sight, we use, you know, just the, the, I don't, I can't even describe what it is. It's that sensation that something's over there, the weird freaky sixth sense. Mm-hmm. Spidey sense. Yeah. The spidey right. sense. Yeah. But like, you know, having another sense that, Hey, there's something big and metal over there, you know, that you that snuck up on you, mm-hmm. you know, like that's, that's kind of cool. I, I like that. I think that could that could be a real boon to motorcyclists. I mean, shit, why not throw it in, right? They have every other. You could put that in along with the don't kill yourself uh, middle-aged dude system mm-hmm. and think of, think of how easy it would be to ride then. You could you could make your, I'm going to totally hypothetically throw out Ducati Monster 1200 ride like a Ninja 250 that rides itself. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, ABS is for people who don't know how to brake. <clears throat> oh, clearly, yes. Yeah, <laughs> you could be like the you have a motorcycle like the Tesla X that wrote, drove that guy to the hospital while he was having a heart attack. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Do you see that story? No. The guy started having chest pains. Uh-huh. He said he couldn't, he could barely like stay conscious enough to drive. Mm-hmm. He told the Tesla to take him to the hospital. Mm-hmm. It drove twenty miles of freeway, got off at the right exit, 
and he was able to just take control and get it into the parking lot of the Ooh. hospital. Neat. Yeah, but you know what else could have done that? An ambulance? OnStar. <laughs> Can OnStar drive your car? No, but especially if you're talking about 20 miles of highway, yeah, um, an ambulance with lights and sirens could have gotten to you. That, that's been the pretty, argument. Pretty quickly. Uh, I think Mashable did an argument or article arguing that's like the guy should have just pulled over and had the Tesla because he was conscious enough to call his wife first, yeah, and and then you know conscious enough to drive the Tesla into the parking lot. Mm-hmm. You know, he should have just pulled over instead of relying on the Tesla to to take him there. You know, I, I wonder if he thought I I could call an ambulance, but this would be so much cooler. I'll be an internet celebrity. I don't know if I was there in that in that car, feeling like I was having a heart attack, and it, my choices was trust a car or pull over and wait for someone. I think I might trust a car. I think I'd be like, "Fuck you guys, take me there now." I I don't know. I mean, I, I if it was my if I was thinking in that mindset that it, oh, this is my life, I could possibly be losing. Do mm-hmm. I wait for an ambulance? Mm-hmm. Uh, or do you know? Since I paid five hundred thousand dollars for this car, <laughs> do I pretend I'm speed racer and push the X button? Now it's totally justified, right? Because it's my life and stuff, guys. And this car is really expensive. <laughs> it's really expensive and can do stuff. <laughs> the speed racer theme was playing on the radio at the time. Go fuck you guys. Speed racer theme is always playing in your helmet. So. Just saying. But just so. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> uh, we got one email that uh, we should read. Oh, yes. Drew, who sent us the uh, the uh, wonderful... Diamond plate. Diamond plate bike. Yep. Hey, guys. Been a long time listening to your show and even still actually love it. I'm a comedy podcast producer myself, so take my approval and high praise. You guys deserve it. He also doesn't mention what his podcast is. Anyway, I wanted to drop you guys a local Craigslist ad, the Diamond Plate. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the owner thinks Diamond Plate makes it indestructible. Zombie Apocalypse bike, maybe? Hmm. Zombie Apocalypse racer bike. Mm-hmm. Anyway, keep up the good, good work and keep the rubber side down. That's what Ooh. she said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I just lost all our female listeners. All oh. three of them. I'm still trying to figure out what that even meant. <laughs> <laughs> he just says it sometimes. You don't know why he's saying it. Just r- randomly interject with, yeah, that's what she said. I do that at work a lot, actually. It's, uh-huh. yeah. I'm, I'm sad. <laughs> I'm a sad person. <laughs> hey, get out of here and take your stupid bike with you. That's what she, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> You, so you want me to tow this broken down Euro 200 miles to Colorado? That's, That's what she said. <laughs> you know, I'm adding $500 to the tab just for that joke. That's what she said. Every time you say it, it's more expensive. Oh, yeah. Originally, he was just going to charge me 50 bucks. <laughs> and that really is what she said. That's <laughs> See? It's so easy. That's what she said. What have you learned, James, from appearing on our show? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> That's what she said. 
I've learned that I've learned that whatever I decide to build for a cargo box, I better put some diamond plate on it. It might break. <laughs> what about you, Chuck? I've got a very very linear sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got time for this week. Until next week, I'm Todd. I'm Chuck. And I'm James. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next week. And James is welcome to come back on anytime. All right. Thanks, guys. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. If you have well, me on, well, you know, it would be we, like wheel pace. If we have to, if we have to, if we have to replace Chris with somebody from the Wheelnerds, it probably should be me. It should, yeah. Unless what do you, you think about this mechanical thing? Well, I think this. Chuck's response: I broke it. Chuck's response: That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs>